Greetings and salutations, everyone. I haven't done one of... Well, let me start off. Welcome to the Catacomb Cult Podcast. Welcome home, cultivists. I haven't haven't done a podcast in so long. We'll get into that. But welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm your intrepid host, Javin Romero. I'm going to take these off. Just seeing if the levels are right. Let me say it again. I'm your intrepid host, Javin Romero. Wait, not laughing. There we go. There we go. I I need to start using these sound effects more like. Booyah. (laughs) That's what I make a joke or something. I'm going to I'm going to get a better soundboard. But anybody anyway. Damn, I'm all nervous. I'm all giddy, excited. I haven't done one of these. The last podcast I did was when I was camping with little bazooki tooth. And yeah, that was a that was a while back. So welcome. I'm glad to be back. I'm so glad to be back. And I just realized I don't have my notes. Cause we're gonna have a fun episode. I got I got so many notes, man. And uh yeah, but anyway, I just want I'll get I'll get my notes in a second. I just wanted to give a little brief reason why I why I've been on a little hiatus. It wasn't because of you guys. You guys are beautiful, you know, get smooches to you and yours. Smooches all around, you know what I mean? It was just, I, I had a bunch of family stuff going, not, not family stuff, that makes it sound more dramatic. I just had a bunch of obligations and work was going crazy and I had like, yeah, man, I just like, I couldn't do it. I was just burnt out. Like I was trying to go fishing as much as I can too. I got like three fucking episodes at least of like just fishing shit, like vo- vlog stuff, so We'll get to that, too. But, yeah, I just, you know, I couldn't do it. So I took, like, a little month off, a little hiatus, and just grinded on some, like, actual work. You know, stuff that pays the bill work. Got myself caught up pretty good. Still behind on some things, but, you know, that's the life. But, yeah, so I'm glad to be back, though. It feels good to be under this hot-ass light. It's hot out right now. I'm probably sweating. But, no, it feels good to be back. And, um... Yeah, and we reached the year mark where, like, the year anniversary of this podcast. And I think this is either episode 24 or 25. I think this is 25. So if I did 24, I was true to my word. That means two a month if I did 24. And that's not including my, uh, you know, my music podcast, Happy Magic Music Hour. Um, Those podcasts are, like, numbered differently. So that... That's more than two videos a month, plus the vlogs and all that shit. I've been grinding on this channel, you know what I mean? So show your love and support, and the people who have shown me love and support was great. I went to my cousin's wedding this weekend, Cousin, my cousin Sean and Aubrey. Shout out Sean and Aubrey. Beautiful couple. Congratulations. It was a beautiful wedding. But yeah, I saw a bunch of people I haven't seen in years, and people were dapping me up for the pod, man. So it's, it's good to like know... Like I'm actually entertaining some people. I don't know if they're entertained because they know me or if I'm just entertaining, but that remains to be seen. But it was good. And I got stories about the wedding. I got stories about that. But yeah, let me go get my notes real quick. I'm doing it old school. I got my mala beads. You know what I mean? 
keep me keep, keep me protected, keep me secure. Got a shitty beer and shitty wine. You know, I've actually since the wedding, I had so much fun at the wedding. On the day I was supposed to leave, I had the craziest hangover. It was basically 48 hours of drinking minus sleep time. You know what I mean? The wedding, I showed up there at like two o'clock, like two hours before it started and started ordering London mules. I probably had like 16 London mules. They were free. So you just tipped and shit, you know. And then me and my friends went out bar hopping these bars I haven't been to in years and the whole city's changed, you know. I haven't been there since I haven't really bar hopped that area of Flagstaff since I was a kid, man, since I was 20, 21 and everything's changed. And, you know, but but yeah, so we were drinking then I was getting four shots and stuff. Wasted, got wasted that night, had a beautiful time. My nephew got kicked out of a bar. <laughs> he was funny, though. But um, yeah, my nephew was my nephew was funny, man. <laughs> he was like walking around in a big uh um, Grateful Dead poncho, man. He's, he's a fucking nut. But um, anyway, yeah. And then the next day, you know, my mom woke me up with like my. She's like, I got a michelada in the fridge. I'm like, yes, I need that to cure the hangover. You know, hair of the dog. And then she busted out the champagne for mimosas, and then I was just drinking IPAs and just drinking all day. And me and my pops ended up staying up to like four in the morning just talking shit. And yeah, and then the next, like, and I was blackout drunk that night. Like, I don't really remember it. And then the next morning I woke up with, and I've had, trust me when I say this, I've had really, really bad hangovers in my day. Really bad where you're just dead, glued to the fucking bed. Like, you know, you can't fucking move. I've had those types of hangovers. But this was something different. It was like... I, I can't even, like, describe it. I, I, I think I had out. I mean, I guess, like, all hangovers are a symptom of alcohol poisoning. But, no, I was like, shit, I might have to go to the hospital. Like, I felt weird. I don't know. I can't even explain. Not like I was having a heart attack or anything, but, like, I don't know. I just, I was like, I can't. I can't. And it wasn't panic. You know me. I'm well-versed in panic attacks. It was just something weird. Like, something's wrong in my body. And I was just like, this is this is like otherworldly hangover. And, you know, I'm 36. I've had plenty of hangovers in my day. But fuck. And so I was like, I'm going to leave tomorrow, the next day. And then then by then it was just like a regular hangover. It was a two-day thing, man. And then so I drove home and I, I was like, man, I think I'm going to quit drinking. Like, not quit, like go sober. Like, you know, I'm obviously, I'm not like, you know, I'm not going to go to AA. I'm not like addicted like that I just mean like I'm gonna cut back hardcore I'm not gonna ever get that drunk again to where I where that causes a hangover like that I just can't do it <clears throat> I, I'll, I'll never want to I like literally I was close to say, like saying like I think I should drive to the doctor like and get like an IV put in me or something like something just ain't right and like chugging water wasn't helping or anything so yeah, I don't think I'm going to get that drunk ever again. I'm, I mean, I know I'm not going to get that drunk ever again. I might have a glass of wine with dinner for the antioxidants, but it's not going to be like a rule. I'm not like putting it out there like I'm getting sober, you know. It's not like that. Like fucking if I want to have a few beers with somebody who comes hanging out, you know, whatever. 
I'll, I'll do that. I'm just saying I'm not going hard. You know what I mean? I'm not doing shots unless I want to do a shot. But it's not. I never want to do a shot. So, like, you know, I'm not doing shots. I'm going to keep hard liquor probably to a never. Very rarely, maybe. And then just have... And I'm trying to, like, not drink beer. I've been drinking, like... um. I'll drink wine and shit just because wine makes me feel like I'm connected to like Romans and shit, you know? I feel like it should be like dripping down my beard across my chest with a turkey leg. You know, rhyme is, uh, wine is primal, man. It's Jesus made water into wine. It's, you know, I, I feel connected. It's the nectar of the gods, you know? So I, I'll, I, need, I need the antioxidant in wine. But yeah, all the other shit, dude, I'm, I'm just, I think I'm done with it, like... Yeah, I'm, I think I'm done with it. I don't I don't ever want to feel that shitty again. And it's been like a week since I've been home. Well, like a week, almost two weeks since, since I've been home. And I haven't, I've had maybe three or four beers. And that's just because the first few days I didn't have any um, sodas or anything. I don't buy sodas and shit. So I didn't have anything to drink and water. Come on, water sucks. We, we went over that on the very episode one. Water is so pre-pandemic or something. I forget my joke on that. But water sucks. Everybody knows it. And um Yeah, so I didn't have any drinks and I didn't go out and buy sodas. I just bought like a bunch of sparkling water. I like that shit. But I'm gonna have be- shitty beer and shitty wine with you tonight because it's tradition. And I love traditions. So traditions are sacred to me. But yeah, we're, so yeah, I think I'm done. Getting fucked up, I you know I for all since I was like sixteen, I've been known as the drunk too. By the way, like a happy drunk, my friends, you know, they, but like I've been known as like oh Chavin's the drunk guy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not like a dickhead drunk swinging on people all the time, but like I'm known to like put them down, you know, just drink every day kind of shit. But yeah. Oh, so good though. Even the shitty stuff is so good. But yeah, I don't want to feel like that. And since I have cut down in the past two weeks, like cut down tremendously. I know it's hard the to believe with <laughs> with a couple while I'm fisting the the grossest duo in the planet. Chugging wine and beer at the same time is so gross. <laughs> I don't even know why I started doing it. And I hated it at first, like, ugh, this is ugh. But now it's like, I love it. <laughs> I'm so white trash. But anyway, ever since I, like, stopped or cut back, not stopped. Stop's a bad word. Ever since I cut back, I feel, like, way more energetic. I feel like I also switched my diet, too. I know people don't want to hear this shit. I feel like I'm on Oprah or some shit. But I did switch my diet. I was trying to go keto hardcore besides beer which obviously isn't keto so I never actually did keto but I was eating everything keto and man I just like was like man fuck this like I can't I need some pasta (laughs) so now I've been trying to do the Mediterranean diet which is whole grain pasta which is kind of shittier than regular pasta but it's like so I feel better man I just feel better anyway enough of my shit you know the wedding was a blast. Got to see all my old homies. Not all of them, but like a lot of old homies that I haven't seen in forever, man. Like 
I'm talking decades, some of them. Shout out James and Sandy. Yeah, man, I, I don't even remember the last time I seen you guys. Maybe 10 years plus. It's crazy. But, yeah, it was fun hanging out with everybody. Yeah, it was fun. Congrats, Sean and Aubrey, on a wonderful life. All right, let's get into these. I mean, we could start off... We could start off right. It's supposed to be a a joyous occasion. This this podcast being back, but we can start off on some hater shit. Cause I got some. You know me. I got gripes. I'm riddled with gripes and grievances. Grievance corner, bitch. Right? What's? Yeah. <laughs> Grievance corner. That's the ticket right there. But man. I'm way late, obviously, but Jaden Smith, man. Who's this? Who's this? I'm, uh, I, don't, I can't even speak. Jaden Smith. I finally watched that video. I don't know why it just popped on on my YouTube like recommendations. People be fucking up my YouTube recommendations because I do a lot of photo shoots. And like they're like... You know, put on this and no disrespect to people's music taste, but they're like, put on this, put on that. And I'm like, all right, all right. And then all my music suggestions are like fucking Jaden Smith. My shit never had Jaden Smith before that. But anyway, I watched Icon Living. Is this kid like crazy? Like, I mean, obviously he's crazy, but is he so fucking tone deaf? And I don't mean like musically tone deaf. I mean, just like socially tone deaf that he thinks I don't I don't know I guess people buy it people love it nowadays people like because here's the thing when people rap about cash it's different you know what I mean because they're usually from motherfucking you know a lot of rappers rap about cash it was never my thing like people rapping about cash like I liked it in ways like Wu-Tang did it you know like still from a grimy perspective you know what I mean but all like you know, it's blasphemous to say, but like the big pimpins and all that. I never like I, I never liked that shit. You know what I mean? But anyway, I, I still like respected it. These were all like guys and girls who like came up from nothing, you know, like literal nothing. And they're rapping about cash or they're like, that's what they're, they they strive to be. So they're they're faking the funk. Like I came up with a lot of rappers like that. They, you know, they were rapping about driving Bentleys and shit and like dude you do not drive a Bentley I know where you live like you know what I mean like you know but anyway but that's what they're striving to be you know what I mean that's the power of the secret kind of shit you know what I mean Jaden Smith is not that so when he talked he has like a line like I'm making more money in a minute something like that it's like dude dude that's so like trashy dude like to say that you grew up fucking rich you grew up to one of the most famous people on the planet you know what i mean you were born into that who married from a mom who was very 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 famous um uh movie star especially in the 90s she was kicking ass in the 90s set it off uh low down dirty shame all that shit but uh oh matrix you know but like anyway it's so like for him to be like i'm making money we make money like this. It's like, dude, you 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 have the, no concept of the dollar. You have no con, con. Money has never been an issue for you, ever. 
So you have no concept of the, you know what it can do for you. I don't even think you know that. It just has always done for you. You know what I mean? Like when he drives private jets, he probably doesn't even realize this costs money just because it's, I mean, intellectually, I'm obviously he knows it costs money, to, but it he doesn't. You know what I mean? It doesn't compute because that's just been his life. So for him to be like, we're making more money in a minute, blah, 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 blah. I'm just an icon living. It's like, what? I don't know. That shit rubbed me the wrong way, man. And then like how he, like when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, which shit, I haven't even done a podcast since then, huh? Which is, man, I don't, I, you know, I don't care either way. Like, you know, you talk shit, you get hit, whatever, which yeah, I get, but I have like a special, like a special Thing with Chris Rock I'm a, I'm a very special fan with Chris Rock and I'm not saying like anybody else could got slapped or whatever you know whatever you talk shit you do get hit you got to be up but like for a bitch ass motherfucker like Will Smith who's always had yet like he did that shit knowing he'll have no consequences you know what I mean I don't know he's had too many yes men in his ear and to slap a motherfucking icon well, Chris Rock's an icon to me. I know I saw a bunch of people on Instagram, friends of mine, who are probably disagree with what I'm saying. Like he was protecting his girl, dude. Yeah, whatever. But um, uh, Chris Rock, man, like he's got like his comedy. I'm a comedy freak, dudes, and his his specials have gotten me through some through some issues, man. You know what I mean? He's he's fucking solid. Even his last special, Tambourine, which people. You know, it had mixed reviews. I thought it was fucking hilarious. His shit with the with about porno. He was like talking about getting divorced, and he was like, "I was addicted to porn," and like the crowd's like silent, and he was just like, "Oh yeah, it's a billion dollar industry, and I'm the only one addicted." I don't know. It's just, he's he's a fucking genius man, and he should be respected as a motherfucking elder. He should be on the Mount Rushmore of comedians for sure. Number one with a bullet in my book. And, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I mean, I know it's not a big deal. He barely got slapped and shit, and he took it like a G. I mean, he should have, like, scrapped him. You know, it would have been dope to see him wrestle around up there, but Chris Rock's classy, man. He's a classy dude. And fucking Will Smith, whatever, man. He lost a lot of points with me that night. And not just because he smacked Chris Rock, which is one of it. It's just like, dude, you're so... You're so in this bubble, dude. You're so in this. I don't know, man. You think you could just walk? And he, and he, he was right though. He could. He's in this bubble, but he was right about it. He could walk up, smack some dude, and walk back. You at any other show? You at one of uh, shows I used to do, like you, from my old shows, like ra- even in shitty dive bars. You fucking come up on stage and smack me. Bouncers would be on you in a second and they're going to open the door with your motherfucking head. You know what I mean? So that just shows goes to show like he's so unaffected, like he's so used to people saying, yeah. All right. Anyway, I got on a tangent about Jaden Smith. I didn't like that. But I did hear this song by Willow Smith. It's new. It's kind of like a rock thing. It's not the she was kind of off on that 405 song like. Maybe we could take a ride. Maybe we could hit the 405. Like, that's fun. That's probably another rich person thing. She's probably only seen the 405 from a fucking helicopter. You know what I mean? Because who wants to go hit the 405? 
maybe we can hit the 405. That's a fucking nightmare. Every time I have to go somewhere and I have to take the 405, I'm like, oh, God, today's going to be a shitty day. You know what I mean? I fucking hate that freeway. It's one of the craziest freeways in the USA. But anyway, so, but anyway, that's not the song. She came out with like a rock. I feel like I'm talking like a cokehead or something. Going a little too fast, you know, I gotta, I haven't done this in a while. I'm nervous. You guys got me nervous, man. All right. But anyway, I gotta be like Bazooka. She's zen as fuck. She's laying on her back right now. Oh, she just stretched her paw. She's so cute. But yeah, Willow Smith came out with like a rock song that was kind of funky, man. And she's like screaming in the chorus. And I was like, yo, this is, I think this is a fuck you to her fucking parents, man. Which I like, because fuck them. Take a fucking joke. I'm probably going to get haters for that, huh? It's And, and you know, I, I kind of dig that she did that rock song. Because I'll, I'll be honest, you know, I, everybody who knows me... I've always said, like, I'm a hip-hopper through and through. That's my favorite type of music. I fucking listen to that first. That's, like, you know, if I got to rank my genres, which I now I think is more ridiculous having to rank anything. But <clears throat> I've always been a hip-hopper. <clears throat> Underground, backpack from the backpacking days to nowadays. And, dude, I don't know if, like, I'm just done with hip-hop or what, man. Like, the OG Estevan Oriol... Uh, posted like a meme that said like happy national stop rapping over vocals the shit and I started thinking like dude when I used to rap this is early 2000s when I used to rap <clears throat> cats were rapping over their vocals back then dude it was lame back then and people are still doing that that's fucking that's that's mad lame and there's like there seems to be like no innovation I know these kids have their own version of rap and and like, you know, it's not for me. There doesn't seem to be like innovation anymore. And I'm, maybe there is. I don't know. I'm, I'm not I'm not digging through the crates like I used to. I don't know all the new underground indie cats because, I, you know, I'm not just mainstream to be main, like or I'm not just underground because I'm like, fuck the mainstream on some backpacker shit like I was when I was 14. But, you know. I, I like hip hop and I don't see it like really progressing. And, and it's and if people are still rapping over lyrics, over their lyrics, because they can't fucking. I mean, for, this is why it's getting lame to me. Like if because first of all, hip hop. I get it. Hip hop was born from nothing. You know, like they didn't have money for instruments. The, the pioneers didn't have money for instruments. So, that you know, they got turntables and their parents old records and you know, singled out the brakes, looped the brakes and all this and that. And I get that. And then you have somebody styling with their voice, you know what I mean? With their lyrics, with their poetry and shit. And if you can't do that aspect, you're not playing a guitar. I mean, fucking Jimi Hendrix plays the guitar like a maniac while he's singing, you know? Bob Dylan does that. Jerry Garcia, like, plays the guitar like a maniac while they're singing. And if you can't fucking sing over your a beat, you can't fucking then write easier raps or something or like go do like I think the meme said, like do cardio, do this and that. Because if you can't spit over your beat, we'll give the chorus a pass. 
I used to, when I used to perform, I would just turn down the chorus just to give my, cause I never had a hype man or anything just to give myself a breather. And a lot of times I do singing shit and I'm not good at singing live. You know what I mean? You're, you're all hyped up and shit. So I would give that, but like, well, I'll give that a pass, but to wrap your whole fucking verse, that is so fucking lame, man. I think. And I saw Eminem do that too, man. I was like, dude, you're from the old school. I saw him on some show a few years ago. And it was totally lip sync, man. And I think they like record a lip synced version that's like sounds live, but it's not. It's like it's it's there's some shady shit going on with that. It's like just if you can't you're not playing an instrument at all. And I'm not disrespecting hip hop. I know that's what it was born from. DJ and MC shit. But you're not playing an instrument. Your instrument is your lyrics. You know what I mean? That's what you're bringing to the table, unless you self-produce and all that. But your instrument is your fucking lyrics. So if you can't even do that, you're, you might as well just, yeah, just don't perform. You know what I mean? Let your shit be from DJs. If you can't do the one thing you're brought to the table to do, which is spit, well then, fuck it. I guess kids don't give a shit about any of this these days, huh? They don't give a fuck. But anyway, I thought that that meme. Well, this is still a joyous podcast. I'm not angry, everybody. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Javin here. I just wanted to take a second to mention my online store. We have prints, t-shirts, hats, and special gifts with each purchase. Everything is handmade and designed by myself or other amazing artists I know. Quality materials and timely shipping, plus that extra special ingredient love and appreciation your support helps my creative endeavors and supports other artists like me visit the catacombcult.bigcartel.com yo new and limited items are cycled through there all the time so at the catacomb cult on instagram or my personal page at javin romero the revenue i see from this shop gets poured right back into things like short films photo shoots lunches and gas money for any crew or actors helping me out you know locations all that plus you get some dope shit so thank you once again let's cultivate (laughs) that's stupid all right thanks peace and i well i do got a bunch of like movie review shit but i might do that on a i might do a separate episode just all my movie reviews you know what i mean especially with this new jurassic park coming out i haven't seen it or anything no but the jurassic park made me think about my homegirl arianne me and her were like inseparable when I was a kid. She was my neighbor, lived right across the street. Shout out her uncle and dad, Delbert and Gilbert. They got my mini bike running. I bought this old mini bike for like 30 bucks when I was a kid with like, you know, 30 bucks was 2000 bucks to me as a kid. You know what I mean? I worked like so hard to get that money with allowance and shit. And I bought this mini bike that didn't work. I told, I talked about it getting hustled out of it. I talked about this mini bike. It was a beautiful mini bike. And it didn't work, and they they ended up they ended up getting it running for me. So shout out them. But no, like Jurassic Park. I remember Ariane. We went inside a couple times when I was a kid. I saw it like three times in the theaters when I was like five. Cause yeah, ninety three. I was born. No, I must have been. I must have been like eight. Yeah. No, seven. Seven. I was born in eighty six. I'm not good at math. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I, we went and saw that a couple times and she she got like crazy nightmares because you know nothing's been seen on like those look like real dinosaurs back then and she had like nightmares i didn't get nightmares for that kind of shit 
like I was watching, you know, Child's Play when I was a kid, like that age, you know, like five. I remember watching Carrie and shit. Those never really gave me nightmares. You know what did give me nightmares, though? Speaking of fucking Will Smith. Oh, it always comes back to Will Smith. That Scientology motherfucker um, was Independence Day. That gave me nightmares as a kid. Not because it was like I was like an existential crisis boy. <laughs> existential crisis boy. Yeah, I was. I was, I was like a, a apocalyptic prophesizer as a kid, you know? I was, you know, it wasn't like the aliens that scared me. It was like, it was that opening shot, which was so badass when you were a kid, these giant, cause you know, I, you know, from that point on before that, I always thought of UFOs, like, you know, some like a UFO could, of uh, a, a flying saucer could fit in my living room. You know what I mean? And they just made it massive. You know what I mean? It was just these coming out of the clouds. You remember, everybody remembers that movie. And that shit would keep me up at night like, yo, fucking what if these aliens come? Now I'd love it. I'd love to see, I'd love for the world to end with aliens just to give me that brief second of like, I knew it. I knew it. They're out there. They're out there. But yeah, that, that shit like gave me like existential dread where I was just like, fuck, what if this happens? What's going to happen to all of us? But. Yeah, so those horror movies, Hills Have Eyes. I remember going to my grandma's house, Meme. Shout out Meme, R.I.P. I would go to her house. She'd have all, you know, everything was recorded off fucking TMC or something. And she had like, she loved horror movies. And I would watch Hills Have Eyes every time. The old one, the 70s one. That one was fucked up, man. I mean, the new one's fucked up too, but. Oh, yeah, I was watching this show, Billions. I don't know if anybody's seen Billions, but they have like this, you know, it's about billionaires and they have like this artist on there who's the most, he's like this stereotypical dude. And it's, and it's like, he's like this tough guy looking dude and like girls love him and shit. And he, he wears wife beaters and like jean, paint with jean, jeans with paint on them and shit. And he's like, yeah. I'm an artist, you know, you got to respect my work. And these billionaires all swoon over him, this artist dude. And it's so fucking lame. And he's like one of those Jackson Pollock dudes. Like, I can respect Jackson Pollock. He was like the first one to do it or whatever, mainstream it. But this guy, and, and there's a scene in it where he's angry at this girl. And he's just throwing paint at the, because that's how artists, that's how artists relieve their stress, right? just throwing paint angrily with tears in his eyes and he's like and and of course that's his masterpiece that's his masterpiece where he gets like five hundred thousand dollars for this and it's just this fucking douche i don't know it was so cheesy the art it was just so on the nose of like what you would think art first of all the whole art scene like when you go into gallery scenes it's so fucking ridiculous there's a good documentary about it and like when you go back, even it's been like that forever. Just rich people. It's so crazy how rich people dictate good art, right? Like I like this guy on the show is throwing just it's just splatters of paint against the canvas. But he oh, it's just, you can feel the anger in it. But you know, my homie in an underpass can paint something way better and took him way longer to learn. You know what I mean? With just a spray can. It, but it, but like for some reason. Rich people dictate good art. You know what I mean? 
Like when? Why? Why does that happen? I mean, I, I guess they got money to pay for it, but they're not. Their taste in everything sucks. They're bland as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, how? How? What gave made them the tastemakers of like why this this artist is exalted? I can see like Van Gogh and uh, uh, you know like Monet's and Van yeah uh, Da Vinci's and shit just because that's an ancient. They were famous at their time and their, you know, it's like, it makes sense that those pieces would be worth money because it's a fucking piece of history. But like these billionaires and millionaires making these modern artists, like what gives them the, what, what makes them the gatekeeper? They have no fucking taste. Billionaires are bland businessmen. They might have a stylist that dresses them in nice fucking shoes. And I don't even know the brands, but it that doesn't give them taste. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So, yeah, billionaire, Billions handled that shit really sloppily with artists. It's kind of like Entourage. That show's falling off anyway, man. I love Paul Giamatti. What up, Paul Giamatti? Pig Vomit. If you know what's up, you know. If you, I-K, if you know. I-K, wait. I-W-I-Y-K-I-Y-K. Motherfuckers. Pig Vomit. But... No, Paul Giamatti, I love him, man, but that show's kind of on some other shit now, man. Um, Yeah, I got, like, satanic panic shit, man. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this stuff is, like, TV and movie shit that I'm going to do, like, a whole episode on that. I'm going to do it right after this, so, we, so I'm going to keep pumping out episodes. But, yeah, man, I was thinking about it, like, Comedy movies are dead. And I heard that. I heard somebody say that they're dead. Like, think of the last comedy movie you've seen since 2010. And it's, yeah, like, I can't even think of one. Like, Jackass, that new Jackass, made, I was dying laughing. But that's different. Like, they're not really offending people. Like, I think it's because of cancel culture, which, you know, I think it's because of, like, this cancel culture where people are afraid to say shit. So comedy movies, like, Super bad couldn't be made now. 40-Year-Old Virgin couldn't be made now. Those are funny-ass movies. I was trying to think of the last funny movie I've seen. Like, legit funny. You know what I mean? I can't think of one. But there is dope shows, like The Righteous Gemstones. I just finished that one. That shit is hilarious, man. The, the, the sister on that, the girl, the woman, the, the sister, the sister of the, the family, she is fucking funny let's let's find a clip of her let's end on that let's end a clip of the sister from righteous gemstones we'll be we'll laugh we'll laugh again i'm sorry i always bring it down don't i <laughs> they have one of the funniest songs that <laughs> we'll end on that sorry we'll end on that it's like her the mom and her brother <laughs> you know if you don't know the the plot to this movie or this show it's about like a family. Look at I'm getting all hot. It's about this family who are like their dad's like the main uh, televangelist. You know what I mean? They they run like a mega church basically, but they have like TV shows and they're filthy, filthy fucking rich and all the and they're all like pieces of shit. You know what I mean? But um, there's a song. There's a song. The mom of the family. There's a song, the mom of the family and their brother, 
would do as a kid and they like bring it back. Let's listen to that song. This shit is so ridiculous. Do y'all want to see a sneak peek? Oh, yeah, I, I think we got to go to a commercial. Oh, I don't quick. think we're going to take a break yet, because guess what? I wore my clogging shoes. Oh. <laughs> That's the uncle. And that their brother and sister. <laughs> so funny. Let's do it. Oh, uh, I, I, I think Eli needs to take a commercial break. And they're all, pe- they're all pieces of shit, too. You know what I mean? They're not. <laughs> it's so fake, this fake religion shit man i fucking hate it but anyway this show tears it down like crazy it's such a funny show just leave the dancing to us Eli. all Come right on, no more y'all. interruptions the rest of us we're gonna sing and we're gonna dance Hallelujah. <laughs> mama told me not to i did anyway misbehaving daddy said don't but i said i'm gonna misbehaving oh my god Running through the house with a pickle in my mouth. <laughs> That's misbehaving. You know what's funny, dude, is like people, like they probably sing these kind of songs at these mega churches, and people are like, oh, you fucking kids, you were misbehaving. You fucking running around with a pickle in your mouth? You running around with a pickle in your mouth? <laughs> Look at his face, man. The uncle's so funny. That fucking uncle. Daddy, won't you listen? Don't go missing. I'm behaving. I comb my hair and I brush my teeth. I make my bed and I eat my greens. I wash my hands to keep away from Satan. So no more tricks and no more misbehaving. No more tricks and no more misbehaving. I wash my hands to keep away from Satan. That's a good tip. I wash my hands constantly. Not to keep away from Satan, but to keep away from getting sick. Yeah, but this is fun to end on that. Watch that show. It's funny. Um, As again, I have no... Again, I have no... I need to do structured episodes. I get it. I, I realized how poorly I'm prepared for this episode now that i'm doing it but you know i have fun venting this is what i like to do man so i like to talk shit and i hope you guys enjoyed it and i'm so blessed to be back with you beautiful people thank you everybody who's listening check out the store i got new shirts coming in oh this is my this is my uh born on death row long beach shirt um snoop dog you know after snoop dog by death row this is his shirt but anyway uh, 
Yeah, man. Thank you, everybody. Fucking go check out. Buy a hat or buy a shirt. Helps me out. You know what I mean? I got new designs coming up. And go check out my Instagram. Ah, fuck that. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. Hit me up. I love you guys. Smooches to your whole family. Bazooka loves you guys. She'd give you all smooches. She's the smooch queen. Anyway, love you. Smooches, everybody. Peace out. Established in 399 BC, this is the Catacomb Cult.